is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is a Thursday edition of Mick Shots. We have pulled Mickey Spagnola away from the <laughs> practice field where he has been hard at work. And he he's just getting a tan. That's the next... all he's doing. He's getting darker. That is all he's getting. That, that comes with the territory. <laughs> Spending the next 45 minutes, Mickey's got, he's got a, no, a legal pad. He's got a notepad. He's got the press releases, game notes, stats. He's got everything. He's going to fill us in. You guys uh, might not talk today. Oh, it's a Mick Went. It's a Mick Went episode. It's a Mick. Here we go. Yang, yang, yang. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Full of Mick shots today That's right. on this edition of Mick Shots. And the Cowboys have just completed a practice out on the practice field on a beautiful day for practice here, right? Yes, absolutely. And this will probably be their hardest practice for. Uh, this week, since it's a short week, um, didn't look like they had their pad. Maybe they had shells on. I, they, they they went easy mm-hmm. yesterday, kind of a walkthrough. It after, did look like shell. Everybody afterwards. didn't have a helmet. Uh, and then they, well, yesterday, today, they, they had their helmets on. Yeah, today so, they did. Okay. So, yeah. So tomorrow will be kind of a rest day, and then they'll go at it on uh, Thursday. Two notes. Uh, Randy Gregory looked like he got somewhat of a veteran day. That okay. I gave him grief for when I saw him walking <laughs> off. I said, "Where are you going?" He goes, "You know, I'm getting older." I said, "Oh hell no, he didn't." Say I that. said, "You are not old enough to qualify for a veteran day." And he laughed and kept going. Right? Uh, Tony Pollard missed. A, he had a personal issue to take care of, so I knew those two things uh, from the practice. And this week, when they were doing the individual drills uh, that we get to see. Uh, Micah Parsons was working with the linebackers again. So mm. very interesting to see. I don't know what kind of offense uh, Carolina. Carolina runs. You know, Do they do a lot of base? Because if they're in base, they probably want them as well, the strong Well, they just traded away linebacker. a tight end. Well, they got to have another tight end, Bill. <laughs> no, we can't they have, have no tight, tight ends. No, they do. We Actually, just you're going to be like that story out of Detroit <laughs> when they cut the kickers. and Oh, Matt Campbell, he, he's not going to kick the ball. He's but, going for it. But actually, they like the tight end that's replacing Dan Arnold, imagine Tommy Trimble. Right. Yeah. Uh, but more more likely, the reason that Parsons might be used at linebacker, they, okay. use, they use a fullback quite a bit. Ah. Giovanni Rizzi. Oh, really? Is his name. From the old country? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, from the old country. In fact, as you talk, I will look up how many snaps their fullback had last week. And so that's a significant difference from what uh, we normally see week to week in the National Football League. And that would be. I like this. And uh, the the fact the Cowboys get Bradley and I back, right? Uh, Mike didn't say that this morning. Did you find out no, afterwards? no. Might they get Bradley? Oh, you and I said back? might they get back? Yeah. He said there was nothing different on the COVID front. Yeah. So, so if they and do, the fact they've had a practice, their main practice today. Right. Okay. Now we're moving into Friday, and so so who's playing defensive end? 
I would. I, maybe they liked what they saw from um, Chauncey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Golston, Basham. Yeah, I was gonna say Basham, um, Gregory, and then Gregory. And it's hard not to like anyone that got into the game against the Eagles because the entire front line was getting decimated. So, yeah, um, but it looked like. I mean, just now they can change, but I don't think they would practice just to fake us out. Oh, they're going to report he's at linebacker, but really at defensive end, right? Um, so there must be something that they saw in the Carolina offense. that uh, The fullback, Giovanni Ricci, R-I-C-C-I. Uh, there you go. Giovanni Ricci. Okay, had 18 snaps on offense at Houston, 15 against New Orleans, and 12 against the Jets. Okay, well, there you so go. So every week he's getting – 15 to 18 snaps. And they're probably thinking if, you know, to give uh, Hubbard some help, then maybe he needs a fullback out there to, without um, McCaffrey. Or it's just part of their base or offense. That, that might yep. be their base offense because mm-hmm. they were doing it with McCaffrey in there. And, and you know what? You know, as much as McCaffrey goes out, maybe they felt like a fullback in the middle there helps out. Uh, with pass protection, oh, too. It, well, it's always good to have a fullback when yeah. you got somebody as small as, as McCaffrey back there. Just open up that hole and dice it up the middle. So, once again, Everson Wall's name comes up again in, oh, yeah. in the discussion. So you Usually saw, that's not good. You saw uh, Trayvon Diggs uh, was named yep. the defensive player. Uh, Player of the month in mm-hmm. the NFC. Nice. Um, nice. Nine How tack- many times did you get that? <laughs> I did, did not ever get that. Well, you know, know what? They hadn't started that award well, back then. Yeah, I don't when think did, they did. When did they start the award? Because this note says he's the first defensive player of the month for the Cowboys, and he joins defensive end Demarcus Lawrence, 2017, mm-hmm. and linebacker Sean Lee. 2013 and 2011 as mm-hmm. the only Cowboys to earn the honor. I'm thinking they started it in 2011. Then. Right. I mean, Demarcus <laughs> Lawrence never. Demarcus Ware. I mean, Demarcus Ware yeah. never won that. I mean, I'm come think, on. I'm thinking they started it. Yeah, that must have fairly recently. The one of Probably, the month because they did, used to do of the week okay, all the time. When did when did Twitter start? <laughs> that's, that's about the, you're, you're looking for things to fill up your don't Twitter ask feed. me ask me when i started twitter uh, you know the, twitter started about 10 years ago so that's probably when they started that award so <laughs> they asked they asked mccarthy if he had announced that to the team at the team meeting today in the press conference and he said no uh rich didn't tell me in time meeting delrymple yes. he, he didn't know they actually don't announce it until about mid-morning yeah, on. yeah they finally let it go yeah. so uh when we were out there uh someone asked him about well how did you find out and he said uh micah told me and he, and they said micah he goes yeah you know micah he's on social media that's right mm-hmm. there you go he goes i'm not on it he goes i i stay off the internet i, I so he was the one that told yeah, me i rest my case the reason that they do the player of the month is to fill up a twitter feed it's, it's, and by the way guys 1986 was the first time of the start, month yes 1986 Man, was the first going back time so there was n- no so, cowboy player charles haley the cowboys had the number one ranked defense in the league Deion in 1992 Sanders, when they Woodson. won the super bowl come on i went back and, and looked bill and no that haley no. had won it but with san francisco, san francisco. and we've spent all this time complaining about no cowboys in the hall of fame what about no de- cowboy defensive players i think that's the Being prerequisite the, right there it starts from the player of the month 
Player of the week first, then player of the month. Uh-huh. If you don't get that, if you shout out to that, That's right. then you're not going to be part of the legacy of the NFL. <laughs> Charles Haley has actually won it twice, by the way. With twice San Francisco. with San Francisco. Well, you know what? That 92 season, and I don't know if anybody has a media guide, but I want to say they ended up with the number one defense, and I don't know if they had even a player named to the Pro Bowl that year. Hmm. But you I'll should be able it. to find that out real quick. Interesting. Which is, I, I, I think that's what I remember seeing. Uh, and if it was, and that was in '92. '92 was one or two, maybe at the at the most, because um, Darren Woodson w- wasn't starting at that point. Well, it wasn't until the playoff run in 92 before right. everyone realized the Cowboys had a Super Bowl team. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I knew you know, it. Early, early that season, you remember the Monday night game, which is, uh, well, well, we're probably looking at pretty close to 30 years ago uh-huh. right now. First, It was the first week of October, uh, 92, be 29 years ago. There was the Monday night game at Philadelphia where the Eagles just – Killed him. Uh, yeah, thirty-one to seven. There was a big celebration yep. before the game out there. Yep. I, I, in, in fact, this is how uh, TV uh, has changed, and and just the way the media covers the NFL. I spent a, the entire week out in Philadelphia uh, covering that, leading up to the game. Yeah. For a regular season game, a Monday night game, and we spent four or five days. And this in, was in Philly. In Philly, and. Uh, and beat writers from here yep. would go and cover the opposing team. I mean, I spent the whole week going into the Eagles locker room that week, whatever. That's how so we covered. So this is 1992. Okay, yeah. so when was Kmart's uh, – That was 91. 91 when they, when got they won back the division. The, yes. They yeah. got yeah. back that into was the playoffs. December of 91. Cool. No, they yeah. qualified as a wild card. That was okay. very cool. That's okay. when they lost to, to, to Detroit. Detroit. That year. They okay. beat the Bears and then right. lost to Detroit. So 92 Pro Bowl. Okay, 92 Pro Bowl. I was looking at 82. I was wondering Randy White went there. All right. 92 Pro Bowl. You had these fine defensive players for the Cowboys. Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Nate Newton, Jay Novacek, Emmitt Smith, and Mark Stepnoski. You are exactly right. There were no defensive players. Not one. Yeah. And they were the number one defense. Okay, about 93. Now, 93, I bet there was a breakthrough. Well, that's when you had Thomas Everett. And the Russell Maryland. Yeah. Ken Norton. That's it. And that's it. There were three. No How about 94? Because 94. they were number one again Char- in 94. Charles Haley. This is when they started coming. Leon Lett. Mm-hmm. Darren Woodson. Mm-hmm. That's 94. There's three. Okay. 95. Charles Haley. Darren Woodson, two. So when did Dion make it? 95. 95 was his first year. Yeah, okay. 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 So then uh, then things started falling. A half a season. All right. And so. (laughs) Yeah, went off the rails by then. Sounds like 85. (laughs) After 85. My other good good, uh, mix shot on Trayvon Diggs was they asked him if he was aware that uh, or what he, if he knew uh, that he was the first player since 85 when uh, Everson Walls had three interceptions, one in each of the first three games, and you were the next player to do that. Did you even know who Everson Walls was? Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. And he goes, 
Uh, I Googled him. <laughs> I Googled him. Wow. So you Googled. got Googled. <laughs> I got Googled. <laughs> my ears were burning yesterday. I was wondering what the heck was so going he, on. So he Googled him here in the last couple of days? or When he found out today. Uh, about Or when he found out about it. And mm-hmm. they said that was since 85. And they said, so you never met him? He goes, no, never met him. Never yet. heard of me. Yeah. Never heard of me. I mean, with all my pictures around here, God, they should, <laughs> he should know. I mean, I've got so many. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, in the locker room and all of that. I mean, all up and down the wall, you know, yeah. three or four, five times in the stadium. I mean, you can, right. you can find my picture on one level. That's, that's right. Every, everybody, everybody's heard of Emerson Walls. Did he call me Emerson? Let's just, no, no, that's no, a good no, thing. No, did he call no, me no, Emerson? No, yeah, when I Googled him, well, I, they, don't have they your, spelled it wrong. They your, names, your name's not with the picture, probably. <laughs> probably not. It's like, okay, <laughs> you know who you are, you know, these young guys. Plus, they're not walking around this side they of the building not, either. Right? I have walked through that locker room and didn't draw not one look. Mm-hmm. Several times. So, no, these young kids are into social media, Mm -hmm. just like you said. Mm -hmm. They're into Twitter. You should have had player of the year for 81. Yeah. Now they were too busy telling me what I didn't do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way – see, that's the way it was in the 80s. But Pro Bowl? Everything was about what you didn't do. Yeah, of course. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl, yeah. So your name's on the wall there by the locker room. Uh, yeah, I would imagine. I don't know where the cornerbacks are, and they list all the guys that were pro bowlers at those positions. I have not seen. You that. ain't walked that far yet. I have not. Mm-mm. They don't let us go back. Well, you can't get there now. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I couldn't get back there then. Okay, so <laughs> let's just be real. So that was uh, yeah, yeah that, that was, was very cool though. Yeah, that, that was, was interesting. Very cool. Look, I'm looking at David Moore just sent me a text that Diggs said he Googled you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him he, he's late on the news. Yeah, he said he Googled you. <laughs> that's Googled too him. funny. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Damn, I'm a relic. <laughs> I'm getting Googled. So, and uh, you know, uh, what I thought when – it's a weird thought, but – when I, when he had the pick six the other day, and especially Monday Night Football, I said, "Well, he just he's just running himself right into the Pro Bowl." That's right. You know, third game of the season, and Trayvon Diggs just won him a spot in the Pro Bowl. And they were trying to bring up Sertan. I think he ended up getting an interception or two this year, and they they've been trying to pump him up. But when Diggs did that on Monday night, yeah, they just you put do it in a prime time game, else. and yes. yeah, and especially the fact that he's got one in every game so far. Yeah, you know. And the other, I mean, that wasn't the only play made in that game. I mean, he, he was I thought he had more off. than three pass breakups, but mm-hmm. uh, that's what Spag said. They gave him credit for. He was all over the field. At first, it started off kind of weird. He's letting the tight end kind of shake him down in the beginning of the, the first drive. I didn't know what the heck that was. He let a tight end beat him across the middle. He slips, and, and, and I think it was Goddard. He goes another 20 yards after that. But no more problems after that. Okay. He said, they asked him what he thought about it. He said, it's an honor. I really appreciated it. He goes, but I got to focus. I want to win it again. That's right. How about that? Okay, he wants to win it again. Okay, and he does have that, I guess, on ever since, since the award didn't get started in 1986. <laughs> now, if the award had started in 1981, oh, no telling how many Everson would have won. That's ridiculous. All right, so here's another goal for Trayvon Diggs. How about... You make the Pro Bowl in a, in your first year, 
or your second year in his case. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's already behind Everson there. Yeah, yeah. Because Everson, okay. Everson okay. made the Pro Bowl. The boy in said pretty high, Bill. <laughs> he 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 made the Pro Bowl in '82. He made the Pro Bowl in '83. I don't know what happened in 1984, but Everson also made the Pro Bowl <laughs> in 1985. So there you go. Four out of the first five years in the league. And then they started the, the that's defensive. That's shoot for. So that I, was through 1985, and then they started the Defensive Player of the Month award in 86. Right. I did not know uh, that I didn't have three in the first three games in 81. I never tracked it, but um, Redskins was first. I think my, my next big game was uh, the Colts. I'm sorry, the uh, Patriots Monday night. Just like Diggs, we, we blew them out. I had two picks that, that game. Your rookie year? Uh, yeah, I wasn't even starting, and I was I, I wasn't even playing. Well, I, how'd you get on the field? I mean, I wasn't starting. I third downs. I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got my. I, I didn't got realize my, they were playing nickel. I, it was then. it was trash. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we played dime. We played right. dime. It started off as dime, off and then it dime. went to nickel, yes. right? Yeah. Everybody. Then that's when the quarterback. Everybody shotgunning. Yeah. So then they ended up going to nickel, even on first down. But started off on down. Got some. Garbage time during the Redskins and got in. Thiesman threw some crap up. I caught that. I was scared as hell. And uh, I can't remember what happened in the next couple of games, but well, on Monday that night. Was, okay, that, your first game Redskins. at Washington, interception. Yeah. Next yeah. game we was St. Louis, and there was no pick. No. Cowboys won. Mm-hmm. You had two picks against New England that was in the, next the third game. game. Yeah. Okay. And then the fourth game, you had a pick against the Giants. So four picks in the first three games of your career. And then you had another stretch. In October, October 18th, 25th, and November 9th, a span of four weeks where you had six interceptions. You had two against the Rams, two against the Dolphins, and two against the Bills. My Lord. 11 picks in 16 games that year. Oh, and by the way, two more picks in the playoffs. So 13 interceptions in 18 games. And the Pro Bowl. Don't forget that. Oh, and then the Pro Bowl's yeah, not Me and Dion hold that record. Did you get any respect like they quit throwing at you? Yeah, they finally did quit throwing after a while. But, you know, when you see somebody out there running a 4 7, <laughs> you know, coming from a cool, they couldn't even pronounce grambling. They, it's, it was still grambling college to them. And so to, to the, you know, offensive coordinators could give a damn about HBCU. So they just felt like, oh, let's just go, go at this that guy. guy. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there you had. Seven. I mean, you had thirteen. Let's just do regular season. Eleven picks in sixteen games, and then he had the strike shortened season in eighty-two. Yeah. Okay, and they only played nine games. Seven picks. Oh, in nine I remember games. that. In, in eighty-two, I was I was going for night trains number, but we had the strike. Yeah. All right. I was so going for were, night train lanes. So number. that was eighteen picks in his first twenty-five games in the in the league. Okay. Well, that's got to be a record. 18 picks in 25 games. I'm going fi- fast forward to 83 here. You would have to. Uh, and the first, ooh, you fell off to four picks in 83. I know. I fell off. Yeah. <laughs> he said I fell off. No, they I like that. Four, five, I six, like seven. that. They but finally recognized picks, him. Four picks, four picks in the first seven games. And so that would put you at, what were we at? 20, 18, so that's 22, 22 out of. 32 games. So 22 picks in your first 32 games in the mm-hmm. league. So that for basically two years. Yeah. So 22 picks. And by the two, way, two when, seasons. when you mentioned Don Bishop, 
Yeah. I looked it up, <laughs> and he had a pick in each of the first five games that oh, year. Oh, see. How about that? That's what I was wondering. How far did – who's next? Yeah. Who's Diggs going after next? See, and, and I think when they mentioned that, it was since the merger in 1970. Gotcha. So they didn't go back any further. Gotcha. But he had – as a matter of fact, he led the Cowboys – in interceptions, I think three of the four first four years or four of the first five. Uh, I wrote it down. It's in mm-hmm. mix shots on DallasCowboys.com. Um, I led the five, but but I, and and he led the team. I, I think until until Mel Renfro became Mel Renfro, right? Um, but yeah. And I never heard of the guy. So that was a Renfro before Renfro. Yeah. And that's crazy. And he had played in the league several years before with, uh, I think, two other teams. Oh, and that's why he didn't play long with us. And then he came with yeah. the Cowboys okay. from 60 to okay. like 65. Man, dude, I'm glad we're bringing him up. Much Pitt, respect. Pittsburgh and Chicago before yeah. the Cowboys in Was he getting picks there, too? Uh, no, he his his all twenty two picks in yeah. his career came with the Cowboys. Wow, maybe they didn't keep the stat. Back. And that could, <laughs> and that's very good. That is very good. You got to keep an interception stat. When did they start throwing the forward pass? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Before Sammy Ball. No, no, they kept the stats because when I looked, I was looking. Uh, you know, I Don't pointed out. Don't listen to Bill, man. So since, no, he's just since since ever since eleven <laughs> in eighty one, no one's had more. The most they've had is ten. So I was looking going back, going back, and there was some in the teens back then. And why, and once again, I, I I always say it. I don't care how many times they threw at me or whoever. You would just think with all these passes in the air that more people would be playing like Diggs is playing right now. You don't have to get two picks a game. But, man, if you just get one mm-hmm. and they're throwing at you seven, eight times, just one. Mm-hmm. I, always, I said it yesterday. I still believe it. I said it at the game. I was telling Timmy Newsom, if he goes for my record, regardless of you know whether you're talking nine or 11 or whatever, we're going to the bowl. Mm-hmm. If he, if he continues, if just he continues on this, mm-hmm. this pace – I think that would be like a catalyst to us being a good team and being good enough to go to the Super Bowl. He said out there just a little while ago, they said, so what did you work on in the offseason? Because he had mentioned I had my hands on a bunch of balls last year and didn't hold on. He said, I worked on my hands. Mm -hmm. I worked on catching the football. So to get picks like that, do you have to be a gambler? Yeah. There's no doubt. I got a nickname for the defense. What you got? What What number is Diggs? Number uh, number seven. seven. Yeah. What numbers? Parsons. Eleven. <laughs> seven come eleven. You like it? Seven eleven. Seven come eleven. Yeah, I got. We're you. shooting die. Uh, you're shooting okay. die. <laughs> so you're saying your seven gets eleven? Or oh, you're just 11, no. I like if seven there, gets eleven. There you go. If well, seven if gets eleven, then we're going. There's definitely an endorsement yeah. deal coming for Trayvon. If seven then. gets eleven, we're going to heaven. All right, like <laughs> there you go. I like it. All right, we continue with more mixed shots in a moment. <clears throat> Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. 
It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to shots. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders making the team is back for another exciting season. Don't miss new episodes every Friday at 9, 8 central, only on CMT. Tell you what, I don't even want to read any more spags. You are on. I'm a, I, I got, got that on, 9, bro. 8 central, you right? You on, bro. You might be our player of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's ever been one. Uh-huh. You can go back in the mix shots archives for that. Yeah. Don't have to go far. All right. Um, anything come out of Mike McCarthy's press conference today of note? Uh, let me see here. You know, he mentioned that, uh, you know, they have a little advantage, to Carolina, because they have 10 days to prepare. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys only have six. You know, on that topic, though, the Cowboys coaching staff, right, and definitely the scouting staff, whatever, they had, because the Cowboys played on Monday night, there was actually extra time for the Cowboys to do for the some coaches. Yeah. And he, right. point, he pointed out that the coaches spent got a little bit started of time. on Carolina on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, did quite a bit after their workout on Sunday. And then Monday morning started right. working on Carolina, and he mentioned uh, the quality control guys were ahead of the game. Exactly, and he calls it the pit crew. So it actually, it actually uh, was. This is it, it's actually in as far as the Cowboys' preparation for Carolina. Even though Carolina has the extra rest, their players have the extra rest between the Thursday and the Sunday. As far as preparation, getting things in line, it actually benefits the Cowboys that Carolina played on Thursday because they had all the intel that they right. needed. And they could go over it and have it ready to present to the team uh, as soon as the game was over, basically. And, and because on Monday. It's, it's so early in the season, if there was new stuff, they mm-hmm. had an opportunity to kind of analyze it. it. It, I mean, from a practice standpoint, I'll guarantee you they played – 
Thursday. Were they home or on? They were home. At, at Houston. No, they were at Houston. Yep. All right, so they traveled. Mm-hmm. So I bet they had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. Mm-hmm. Came in Monday, had a had a light run. Tuesday, Tuesday off. off. and then practiced, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So th- the only difference is they're off their feet. They'll get their legs back faster than and the they Cowboys. And so they, they had a normal practice on Wednesday and right. Thursday and where the Cowboys are. Yeah, kind of uh, slowly moving mm-hmm. into it. Right. I tell you what, I don't care how much time you have to prepare you better have a good game plan. Yeah. I mean, it better, you know, equal a good game plan because if if it ain't working right, I don't care how much time you have. Matchups can be amazing sometimes. They got some great wide receivers mm-hmm. on their squad. Uh, I don't know much about Donald at all, all right. but they've got some talented so players. So McCarthy on the touched on that, and, and, and it was almost like uh, – Paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. If you do too much mm-hmm. and you fail, you're, oh, I got these extra days. Let me keep grinding, and you get too much, and and you overwhelm yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also have time to say, oh no, wait a minute, I got an you extra day here. It. Let me you erase that. It. And start, oh my god, yeah, yeah, that was the best thing happened for Super Bowl twenty five. I don't know what was going on that year, Bill, Bill. You might be able to tell me, but of course that was the. The, uh, the 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 war was going on, mm-hmm. but we had only one week of prep in between. Yeah, right. To play against Buffalo, you and flew from San Francisco. To we went straight Tampa, on. Right? We went straight on, and that was that was weird. But just not having time to overthink it. Yeah, I think was a good thing for us because you know Belichick. You know, at that time he was younger. He probably would have overthought it, mm-hmm. uh, which would be unusual for him. But I don't think he ever had that much time to prepare for such an unusual team. That was the first team that was doing the no huddle, you know. So it was kind of different on how you had to do it with, with different personnel. They don't give you a chance to sub out. Mm-hmm. So you got to go with what you got, which we came up with the first uh, uh, Amoeba. Is that what they uh-huh. call the Amoeba yeah. defense? Yeah. Yeah. That was like the first – I think that's the first time that's ever been played. Which Dale Brown stole that for LSU basketball. Uh, is that he, right? He was playing a matchup zone. Yeah. He called it our Amoeba uh-huh. defense. Well, in that regard, we were the hybrid guys just like we have now. You had the Peppers and the, the Carl Bankses and the LTs and the Reasons. What did they call their offense back then? It was a something gun offense? What the, the Kelly shotgun or something like that. It wasn't shotgun. There was something – I thought it was a gun. Something. It was something because he was always in the shotgun and they never right. came off the field. And three wide receivers, which right. was n- somewhat not heard of we, on we had, first and we, second down. No doubt. No doubt. We had to – well, that was like – you could say that's the first game that led us to where we are now on how yeah. we play defense. Yeah. And so, you know, when you look at that game, you had uh, – You could have over-prepared. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. K-Gun. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly, mm-hmm. yeah. And that, when you look at that, you could have easily overthought that. Like, wh- who do I want to put in, you know, in certain situations? They're not going to give us a chance to do this. You know, he could have really overthought that big time. But so did thank your God defense, we only had seven days. Did your defense change significantly from what you did against San Francisco? The secondary didn't, but the personnel in the front seven, yes. It did. The front seven, I mean, you, you went from uh, taking out a linebacker to putting in uh, um, Renee um, God, what was Renee's last name? He was from Dallas, Texas. Uh, so you had you had Renee uh, from Baylor. He was a hurdler, and uh, we had uh, our uh, 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 Perry Williams was at corner, and mm-hmm. they had me at safety. So that's kind of how we played the entire game. All right, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you. I'm looking for Renee. Still looking for Renee. <laughs> 
Okay, moving on. Yeah, they find him. They find him. He was our nickel guy. He was our nickel guy. I they know, had Nico on as... the play, so I, I, all I had to do was sit back there and just kind of survey the situation. But I worked him so well in that slot because he was going to be playing man-to-man or he's going to be playing zone. And I, I kept calling man-to-man because I didn't. I liked the way that they were jamming the receivers up at the line of scrimmage. I think it's Renee Young. Mm, we're looking. That sounds. We're getting it. We're getting it. We're getting it. We're getting it. So while he's looking that up, um, McCarthy. One of the other things. Thompson. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Renee Thompson. McCarthy said that uh, when you have a top-flight quarterback, the whole team uh, knows (laughs) they always have an opportunity to win the game. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, you know, pretty indicative of I think probably how this team's feeling right now. No matter who they're playing. Um, you know, if Dak's Dak, and see, they can, like I said, they can have all the time they want to prepare. Yeah, but can you stop this offense? Yeah, you know, you've, there are things that we're that we've done. You you can you don't even you haven't even seen them yet. You know, there's a potential we can change anything up. We can put CD in the backfield. We can put Zeke out wide. We can put Pollard in the slot. Put two wide, <laughs> put know, two we, offensive linemen out wide yeah, with the wide receivers can, and a tight end. We can end. do anything, and we can still we can still hit a six yard pass. Yeah, you know we can still hit a four yard pass. We can still make it seven and long. We can still make our drives manageable, and that's in the best case scenario. So what do you have to look at? How well is that offensive line going to hold up? So it's going to be our offensive line versus their D line with all these first round draft picks, first mm-hmm. rounds on both sides. That's going to be the matchup right there. He, uh, Tyron Smith uh, did a deal out there and did an interview. Mm-hmm. He's got both arms <laughs> braced up. It's like he's got the big uh, knee brace on yeah, the left, yeah, yeah. and now the other one was wrapped up in some black stuff, and <laughs> he comes out, and it's like, what a specimen. Wow. That's crazy. He doesn't even look real. How many interviews has he done this season? He's been doing it almost I once, know. once or I was once say. every week or twice a week for, or twice once every two weeks. Yeah, for the first eight years of his career, he probably did one interview. There was, there, you know what? There was like the, you know how you have the 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 invisible dog fence. Around uh-huh. your house, it was like that fence was, it was around his and locker. It wasn't, you didn't get past. But it wasn't because he was uh, rude no, or, no, or, no. or he just didn't me, like doing it. Right, and everyone understood that he didn't like doing the interviews, and so every it was a sign of respect from the media, even that and, and because that people he's so would not, they could see that he wasn't a mean person. You can see, he's just right. A and nice every person. once in a while, you could walk over there, and if you were by yourself, you could throw something at him, and he'd smile. And he'd give you an answer, you know, and you didn't need a tape recorder because it wasn't long enough that you could write it all down, right? Uh-huh. But he, and he was nice about it, right? It, hey, it I just... have I have a video of him dancing, by the way. Really? Yeah, I went on a trip with him on a, on a uh, to an <laughs> island, you know, one of those cowboy islands. Well, I hope you didn't take any pictures of me that time. You've, you've saved it on your phone. You damn right, I have it on my phone. I sure do. This must be a good. I'm dance. not going to show it to okay, you. Okay, so when we, we come back here on Mix Shots, we'll show you Tyron dancing, and I will tell you, Renee Thompson. He went to Thomas Jefferson High School yes, in he Dallas. Did. When That's we my come dude, back man. in a moment, Will Everson show Tyron dancing. We shall see. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. 
Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Cowboys Nation can join the fight against cancer with 2021 Crucial Catch gear. Every dollar of NFL royalties from this collection will be denote, de- denoted, be Damn, donated to so the American Cancer Society. Back. Visit your local Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or log on to shop. DallasCowboys.com, a fanatics experience. Yeah, man, I'm not going to give you any more credit. We Just when we thought you had crossed over, well, you, do, you fell don't, back. Donate it just didn't come out well. <laughs> you're going to donate, you got to donate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what concerns you the most about the Carolina Panthers? I guess the defense. Mm-hmm. I just got to know if it's for real. And maybe we'll find out. This is going to be their biggest test, right? Uh, they've got some pretty good pressure players up front. Uh, so can the Cowboys' offensive line, you know, handle them and, and give Dak time to operate, give Zeke room to roam? Um, and, if, and if they can, then I don't know if the defense is that good. Or we'll find out if it is, right? Will they, will they play it straight? Can they play – just match up and not overload to stop the run or overload to stop the pass and take their chance with the other area of the offense. This is a game I'm glad we're playing at home. Yes. I am glad we're playing because this is a a well-coached team. And when you have the confidence, when you've built that confidence, I don't care who you're playing against, you've built that confidence. We have to show them that we are the more experienced team. And, unfortunately for the Cowboys, it's a noon game. So the fans, you know, as Don't Jimmy usually. Jimmy used to say, you know, do what you ever need to do to get ready. And 
late-arriving crowd. You remember this Sunday noon games at Texas Stadium? I hated them. People were coming Mm. right from church. I hated them. They acted like they were at (laughs) church. And they went to the 7 o'clock service so they could could make it for the noon game. (laughs) People would come dressed from church right Right. to the Uh, game. The crowd was so much different at Texas Stadium. Well, yes, it was. Yeah, It changed a little bit even when Jerry bought the team. Uh The makeup of the crowd changed, whatever. It got got louder. Uh, Rowdier, a little rowdier. That's yeah. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and success. And, and I kind of like that because we were a little bougie in Texas Stadium. You know, we, we, they sit back like impress me. Yes, mm-hmm. you know? it was like going to a play. Right, I, and I did. I never did like that. Well, we, they had we, that that video board that had uh, you couldn't even see the video. On it, but it was, that, that was no different from any other stadium. <laughs> I mean, but it was like the first with a, with a video board. It was like. <laughs> Like electronic. <laughs> it was an electronic video board with like with, with like bul- with, with the little, the, bulbs. The little bulbs. bulbs on there. That we're, it was supposed to be video on there, and, uh, and so we we looked. We just sat back like and, a, and, it was and like enjoyed. Like a Christmas tree ornament or something. <laughs> That's right. So did you go to games on Sunday? Yep. You know what up? usually happened is uh, we didn't have season tickets or anything. I'd usually because I live. I grew up in Irving, which was. I mean, literally three miles from the stadium. And I'd get a call from someone at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, hey, you want to go to the game? We're yeah, going to the game. Yeah. And they'd come by and pick me up wow. and, and it'd drop us off at U- University of Dallas. The UD campus walk, is uh-huh. right there. And go down that hill right to the yes, stadium. Right. Mom or dad would drop us cross off. Over. And, you cross and over. cross yeah. over and go to the, the game. Bridge. And yeah. it happened numerous times. So, yeah. And I, I got to say, there were games where when I retired, you know, you go to church, and, and I was always so nervous watching them, even after I retired. I, I, was gl- I would be glad to come home and see what the score is when I got home from church. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if I'm sitting in church, you didn't sneak worrying in about transistor no, radio. It, man. I try my best not to look at my watch during church because it's too tempting. Like, oh, here we go. But no, I, I, you know, like if once the preacher starts going, like, man, the game is on. You don't want to be thinking that kind of stuff. Did you ever go to the games at the Cotton Bowl? Oh, no. No, no I did. I was, I'm on the, I was on the north side. Yeah. You couldn't go that far? I just didn't. I had relatives there. I just. Just didn't have time. I didn't have any transportation. I was 13 years old. What the heck am I doing at Texas Stadium? Uh, no, I was, uh, cotton cotton no, I was 12 years old. Yeah. I was 11, 12 years old. I'm not going not riding your bike that no, far. No, I'm not riding my bike <laughs> down Central. Yeah. At that time, Greenville. It was Greenville, <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. By the way, we're coming up on the anniversary of the first game yes. ever at Texas Stadium, which is it was October of 1971. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a, I mean, we're a big it anniversary. It was we're talking 50 years anniversary it was like first or second week in october right and that's what you got that book for (laughs) it was not mickey's memory it was uh, against new england 1971 and it was uh october 24th while you're looking, mm-hmm. when did we play them in the playoffs? We played San Francisco, I believe, in the playoffs. At Texas Stadium? At Texas Stadium, if I'm not in, mistaken. In 1971, yes. It was the NFC Championship game. I was at that game. Okay. And the, the opening go. kickoff, San Francisco returned it for a touchdown. Wasn't that? that was, no, they didn't. No. no. No, they didn't. No. When was the no. San Francisco? That was a 14-3 to Cowboys win in 71. Might have been the next year. 
Okay. Because Dick Nolan was the head coach then. And the, the number 22. The next for, year was the, the 30 to 28 game at San Francisco. At San Francisco. Yeah, right. Yeah. How, what, what, what game am I remembering? Number 22. I remember this. Vicks? Vic Washington. Vic Washington. Yeah. Okay. When did he return the kick on us in the stadium? Well, I mean, you, that's a lot of it's stuff. It's not going to be in yeah, there. No, I'm sorry. You don't have to worry about that. I, I'll look it up myself. That's going to be my charge. I'm going to look that up and find out. We get that. What game, I took care of Don Bishop today. So yep. every everybody uh, that was with me in that game, they're gone. So I can't. <laughs> I can't ask them when it was. So I'm asking Bill. <laughs> I'm the one still Everybody's alive. gone. Yeah, everybody's gone. That's a that's a shame. <laughs> All right, Vic Washington. All right, I'm got it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna let's see. We're going kickoffs for touchdowns from '71. Uh, this is award-winning. Radio, I right know, now. right? All yeah, right. They just, uh, people against... are people are probably on Twitter. I got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> just look at Twitter. <laughs> nope, not that year. We're gonna go to the next year, seventy-two. Okay, and thank God we're in the playoffs every year. Uh huh. But they didn't play San Francisco. No, nah, they did. So it just seemed like they did. That'll uh, reduce the research. Well, let me say this. The first game I went to was against San Francisco. And definitely Vic Washington returned for a touchdown. Man, he had five kickoff returns for touchdowns in 1972. None against Cowboys. None against us. Uh-uh. So yeah. you you went to Texas Stadium? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I remember the birds up in the <laughs> the birds were up there with us. <laughs> but it, comparable, compa, comparably, mm-hmm. uh, or comparably, it's not that that not that high that second <laughs> that second session uh, section right? I couldn't get that out. Oh man! Oh man! Don't worry about that. That was yeah. back when the seats all cost the same amount. Vic Washington, boy, he was good though. What? The seats all cost the same amount? The seats were all $25 when I got here. Really? No matter where you sat. No matter where you sat, they were $25. Now you had to pay a, a seat license, remember when they first yeah. started in 71? But yeah, 25 bucks. Or if you had good friends, they'd just pick just you up and pick take you, up, you to the stadium. Drop you off, All right. right? You're going to have to do more research on Vic Washington yeah, and the I Cowboys yes, returning sir. a kick. Yes, sir. He All right. I think we're about out of time here on this edition yeah, of Yeah, we, we, we stalled that one on. <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't used our, our extra time. All right. So we're going to have a fabulous Football Friday edition yes. tomorrow. And, you know, we hit on our picks to click, or some of us hit on our picks to click last week. Who will we pick this week as the Cowboys take on the Carolina Panthers noon Sunday at AT&T Stadium? We'll chat at you again tomorrow here on Mix Shots. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!